Good evening, everyone. And I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying sane. For all the new listeners, welcome. For the continual listeners, welcome back. Thank you for keeping in your seat. Uh, thank you for staying home, staying safe. Uh, welcome to episode three of Journey with Mark, the Raw Cast. So, for those that don't know me, this is always difficult. This is the difficult part. You know, every every week I say that I'm going to do something like an intro. Like, I know there's meant to be a planned thing. But I always sit and I'm like, yikes. If I have a script, you know, like maybe there's those intro ones. You know, like all podcasts have got something where they want to give you the highlight of what's going to be happening. Mm, yes and no. I always think I'm going to fumble because now it will sound as if I'm reading. Um, but I'm trying to make it as natural and as authentic as possible. So I always have a tough time with this beginning part because, to be honest, I, as I said, this is raw. Um, there's no script. There is an idea, and it's in my head. And where this all came from, the raw cast, to call it a raw cast was because it's raw. But now it's switched up a little bit and it's starting to get personality of itself. And thank you to Andy Lilanga. You can actually find him on Instagram, who is my illustrator. Amazing, brilliant work that he does. He made this brilliant artwork that you can be able to see on this particular episode, which is an illustration of me with Africa basically being like my hair or my head wrap, it depends. And it just looks raw like that's why i thought i thought about a lion throwing i wanted to put a lion in here well not the actual lion but you know the the roar of a lion the sound of a lion and i was like um you know i was like you know what it's fine i'm not gonna do it because in as much as it's you know like in the jungle the mighty jungle the lion sleeps tonight and we when we hear the roar of a lion all the animals go silent um you know, it's 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 a profound thing, um, and also to just consider um, the the power of a lion. I mean, we've watched Lion King, uh, not 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 the latest one. No, no, let's no. We're talking about the one in nineteen ninety four, the original Lion King, and we 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 see Mufasa, we see Simba, we see Timon and Pumbaa, but the power of the lions, and I mean the pride. You know, that's why they even called it Pride Rock. And for me, I'm proud of it. Um, and I'm proud of the artwork that Andile has done for me. This is, that's amazing. So just putting him on because credit is due to the people that have helped me get here. So credit goes to Sally for making me, you know, call it a raw cast when it was R-A-W and credit to Andile who made it become a raw cast where it's R-O-A-W. And it's, for me, I'm going, you know, that's it. So without further ado, the episode for tonight, or actually, I can't even say for tonight because you can listen to it at any time, is going to be called, or is called, not going to be because I'm about to do it, drum roll. Just that 
one step. So my previous episode, uh, which I dropped on Sunday, um, which came almost in prompt, to be honest, it really was in prompt. Wednesday was my preferred date because it's midweek. I mean, you know, no midweek Wednesday, you really just want to like, you can see the weekend. Like, have you ever been able to see the weekend? Like, just look at it and just like, you know what? Tomorrow's Thursday. And I can see Friday, Saturday. I'll choose not to see Sunday because it reminds me of Monday. You know? So so I always preferred. I was like, psychologically, let me drop it on, on Wednesday. Why? People get to have something to rejuvenate them on those last two days. Uh, but I dropped it on Sunday. And 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 Sunday was was really, you know, relax let go, let flow. And I realized that for me to be able to give consistent um, broadcasts to you guys, I need to be consistently in a space where I relax, where I let go, where I let flow. And now this episode, which is just that one step, I always thought, I always love examples. I love examples because I think examples are relatable. Examples are, are, are a way that we can tell a story, which I think we can relate to. And I'm going to start it at the birth, since we're going straight to the beginning, 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 because again, Mark the African, as I mentioned in my first bonus episode, which is interesting, it's a bonus episode. That's why it's not number one. It was an introduction. Um... I talked about Africa being the the pinnacle, the start of mankind. And and what does that translate to? You know, each and every one of us, I mean, regardless of what we might think or believe, if we do say that Africa is the birthplace of the Homo sapien, sapien and other homo sapien 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 sapiens and okay look no no not those that not that far but point is if we do believe that africa is where it all started technically technically everyone around the globe is a descendant of africa right and if everyone is a descendant let us get back to the beginning so my example is very 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 simple let's think of a child right children are amazing um, super, super amazing. Um, I've got a four-year-old son and that's going to be for another episode. And look, I'll be honest. I like, okay. Yeah. That's really for another episode. Let me actually get stick to the example. I'll give you another episode on what happened, you know, in the mind of Mark during the period of fatherhood. Another completely crazy story, but it's a truth for another day. Children, when they are born, literally, they are, (laughs) I like to call children as little crackheads. Because when they're born, they have a limp neck, right? And let's just quickly fast forward to when they begin to crawl. Um, And quickly fast forward to when they're learning to stand. Babies are so awesome because this is a baby. A baby's going to try and stand, fall down. Try and stand again, fall down. And 
naturally as a parent, you're so scared that maybe the baby's going to fall a weird way. Maybe the baby is going to do this, but the baby has absolutely zero thought of I'm going to fall in a way that will hurt me. And when we think about it, that's actually quite amazing. Even when you think of a baby walking, you know, watching a baby learn to walk is so scary, um, but at the same time so exciting because you're just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, he's doing it, he's doing it, yay! But at the same time, you're also like, I don't want him to trip. And here's the thing, babies will always trip. That's a fact. There's no baby that just got up and was like, whoops, I'm out. And started doing a two-step. No. Babies took just that one step. And they understood, or they understand actually, that if I take a one step, then I can take two steps, and I can take three steps, I might fall. It's really cool. But what's cooler is the journey of these steps. Now... I've used a very simple example of a baby. I'm going to use another example and think about anything. And, and here I am. I'm, 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 I'm going to make it really broad because they are a good number of listeners. Uh, and I'm so grateful for them. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. Think of any time you had to practice for something. It could be for sport. It could be for debate. It could be for cooking. It could be for anything. You're practicing for a test. You are preparing. Practice preparing. You had to start somewhere. You had to do something which began something else. So when, when I think of this, and I'm also going to take it back because I want to bring back a little bit of that last episode, which really was touching on healing. And, and connected to this next episode. So, and as much as I'm, I'm not really doing role casts as series, but definitely you can find a golden thread if you go along because it's a journey with me. So it's still part of my life. Um, so when we think of healing, right, I've talked about healing, but you know, I myself struggled with, with healing. Um, I know that people who have known me or people who have known me longer than they've seen me today, they've always seen Mark as a person who is confident. Mark is a person who's eccentric. Um, he is well articulate. He's able to say what he wants to say. Um, and actually, you know, like he can do shit. Oh, mind my language. I'm sorry for those. If your kids are listening, I'm so sorry. They'll find the word some point. But what I'm saying is what I managed to portray on the outside wasn't what was on the inside. And I had to go through healing because in as much as people were like, Mark, oh, you're so amazing at this. Mark, you're so great at this. I never believed in it. And I had so much self-doubt. It's like imposter syndrome. You know, you're in a space, people think you're amazing and you still doubt why you're there. Um, but for me, it was even worse. It was deeper because it was really linked to my identity and just not recognizing who I am. So I had to heal. But again, where do you start? I think that's one critical question. It's 
always ask. Um, and that's a difficult one. Like we we think about it like this. If if you could be in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, um, I'm even gonna add 60s. We're talking about our silver surfers, because I'm gonna reach out to any person who is willing to listen. Um so okay, so so 20 year olds and below, it's okay. I didn't exclude you, but I was just particularly looking at the guys who've got a lot of life experience. Um, Look, think about it like this. Your whole life, you've been doing something a particular way. So you've developed a habit. Remember, a habit is a series of steps that you firstly started consciously doing and then became habitual. So it is like walking. You don't think about walking now. Um unless you be, go into a situation whereby you can't walk and you need to be, your body needs to be retrained on that, right? Um, and it's the same with our psyche and, and even with, with things like healing is you've built certain behaviors that have become so habitual, it's subconscious. You don't think about it. It's a voluntary action, a voluntary movement. And now imagine after so many odd years of life experience, you need to make a change so that you can heal. Goodness, where do you start? That's a difficult one. I think we're all we're all at that point where where we think I actually don't know. We've we've gone there. Um we've 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 been we've been at that place where we don't know. And there's something that I read on LinkedIn and I saw a picture and I was like, wow, this resonates um, with what I want to talk about. So I just, I, it doesn't have the name of the person who wrote it because I just took the picture. So apologies in case I'm stealing someone's work. It's not mine. It says, I've never seen any life transformation that didn't begin with the person in question finally getting tired of their own bullshit. There's a lot of things that you can take out of that. But let's let's take a few words from that, that sentence. Life transformation, person in question, getting tired, their own bullshit. I'm going to put it out there. Because sometimes we need to actually recognize it. We need to be able to see that it's our own bullshit. And that's obviously how you can start healing. Sometimes, okay, yeah, it's traumatic experiences. But some healing is self-imposed. Um, or some of the wounds that we have are self-imposed. So we need to hear from... We need to... This always happens, man. Where does English go? Where do the bundles go? I don't know. They always disappear. Um, they, they always disappear. I think it's because after work hours, after being in meetings so long, I'm like, look, I've, I'm tired. I've been speaking English. I'm going to just speak like baby talk and hope that you understand me. So back to what I'm saying is there is a beginning, but that beginning comes with an internal realization. And that internal realization now leads you to a part where you question what now? 
And I think because as humans, this is one thing that we we've we've been taught. And I mean, it's not a bad thing. We have been taught about foresight, right? We have been taught to look towards the future. We have been taught that we need to implement particular steps in our lives so that we can achieve a certain thing. We can reach a certain place, right? And I mean, look at me. I'm Zambian coming from a black family. And this was the sequence, or this is the sequence that I was taught. And there's nothing wrong with it, by the way. Um, it's just the sequence in which I was taught. It was, you get a good education, right? And once you get a good education, you then get a job. So good education looks like going to a good school and then also getting tertiary education. So a university education, which is the traditional system. And then, you know, within the university part, you go further, maybe to honors or to masters as well um my dad specifically said listen masters is the minimum reason is he has a master so masters is the minimum he won't take anything less than that I'm like okay um and from there you get a good job because why you've got a masters so everything seems like it's in sequence good education so good primary good high school good university good job find a good spouse get married and repeat okay so this is what i was taught i kid you not this is what i was taught and a lot of people can relate with that where as a kid you're being told consistently that if you don't do well in school you're not going to be successful if you do not do well in school you're not going to be able to afford a house if you do not do well in school you're not going to be able to support your family or whatever it may be um, and, and, and I'm saying this from a black family context. Um, I'm not sure, um, with other races, um, but that's, that's what I experienced and hence why I can best share my journey. But here's the tricky part. Life is not sequential. Why? Because the experiences you have or the, the knowledge that has been shared with you I believe comes with good intent. I, I, I never assumed that my parents ever wanted something bad for me. Um, and I mean, that was the nature of the way they were taught. However, when I have now matured and become an adult, that sequence of life doesn't apply to me. But however, in my mind, I've got these things that I'm like, okay, this is what I've been taught and I've been doing this for so long. So think about it from probably the age of five, because I started grade one at the age of five until... Uh, okay, I started work at the age of 20. Yo, guys, I forgot. 2016, so I was 25, right? A few hiccups, university. Tell you another day. Um, But yeah, 25. So you can, that's 20 years. 20 years of being told a particular way of life. And now I'm 29. So think about it. 20 years of experience and knowledge being instilled into you and you putting in particular behaviors and all of a sudden you look back and you're like, this is not for me. It becomes 20 times harder for you to try and think of how do you undo 20 years of life experience to be able to match. So that's the pressure we naturally put on ourselves. Um, you know, cause we are what? future thinkers. We are thinking ahead. We're always thinking ahead. We're always thinking of tomorrow. We're thinking of the next five years. I mean, when you go into a job interview, basic HR questions, which I find are questionable, is 
they'll ask, where do you see yourself in the next five years? I'm just like, listen, ma'am, I'm just really trying to get a job. I'm, I'm really just, I'm really just trying to eat some food for tomorrow. And that's why I applied. I don't even know if I'm going to manage for the next five years, but it's the reality. Why? These are generic things. Why? Because it's how you've been taught. It's a systematic way of thinking. It's a systematic way of expressing oneself. Is it bad? I'll let you decide that for yourself. Is it good? Again, I'll let you decide that for yourself. But going back to that quote is, at some point, you look back and you're like, uh-uh, I don't think this is for me. But now you're stuck and you're sitting in a space where you're like, what is for me? Also, what do I do? How can I do this? For me, um, yeah, man, I want to go into a very, okay, no, I won't do it now. I'll be for another day. I'm not yet ready for it, but I'll share it when I have summed up the courage to be able to share this. But December 21st, 2019, I saw my psychiatrist for the first time and I told her this, this was the first things I said, I'm like, she asked what's wrong or why are you here? And I just told her, I don't know who I am. And every time I look in the mirror, I don't know. I don't know who I'm seeing. Um, and the reason I got there is because of certain events, which were my fault. I, I take the honest on all the actions that were taken. And there was a lot of things that had to be undone. There were a lot of things, healing. I didn't love myself. Um, but I took, I reached a point where I was like, Mark, to be honest, it's either you go A or you stick to A or you do something else, right? A being something I've known, done and repeated or something else, which I've never ventured into with no idea of the outcome, no idea of the result, but only just hope and believe that if I make the step, I'm going to, something's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I wanna make it happen for the better version of me. And hence why, at some point, you gotta question your own bullshit. You're tired, you're exhausted. Um, and sometimes it may not necessarily be bullshit, like, let me not get it wrong. I don't want us to only think that the time you think of making a shift is because you've done something bad. Sometimes even it's just how much you hold on to certain things. Remember, let go, you know, relax, let go and let flow to allow certain energy to start flowing through you um, for you to move on. But what am I what am I going with with this? I'm I'm really highlighting that it takes really just one step. And that's the hardest one. Um, why? Because we're future thinkers. We're always thinking ahead. But what I've realized is the reason we think ahead is, is really just because of the little experiences and the little things that we have learned and picked up as we go along. And then we create this future, which we envision and hope, but we don't ever think of the little things that are going to come in through life. Why? Because we're not thinking of the now. We're not being 
now people. We're not being present people. We are future people in a present form molded by past experiences. But however, we're more governed by our past and envisioning the future. So when I think about that, I'm like, if you're looking ahead, right, but you're also looking behind, when are you able to take that one step forward, which is in front of you? And that's that just that one step is because we need to be able to take the time to shift now. Now, this is not easy because remember, you have to make the choice. I learned this in a really difficult way that because I'm, I'm, I'm someone who does care for people and, and I'm very empathetic, I learned that I may share something that doesn't mean that they'll take the step and I have to be okay with it. I can be recommending something great, good in my eyes, but if they're not ready for it, they won't. Point really is, if you're not ready to make that step, you won't do it. You'll make so many other steps, but there's that one step that you need. And that's very difficult until you take the time to sit down with yourself and ask yourself, what do you need? And ask yourself how much you love yourself. And you ask yourself, Am I taking care of me? So, yeah, a lot can be unpacked. I think I'm going to try and unpack this actually with another episode next week because I think I just touched the surface here. And what I wanted to start with ended up going a different direction because I found I feel like I was saying a lot of things at the same time. But to hone it in really is when are you going to realize the step you actually need? If you're so busy looking at the future that you want to proceed to, and you're looking at the past behind you, but you're not paying attention to the present moment, the present things that you've got, the present cards that have been dealt. Because it really takes just one step to get the momentum going. I mean, if we think about it from physics, my goodness, I'm still remembering this stuff. We think of momentum. An object that is still will remain still until a force, oh, sorry, probably you didn't hear that. I hit my hand. Until a force hits it. <laughs> Um, a force has to hit it and then it begins to move. So if we can think about this in a physical form, what force is it that you need to be able to get you to make that one step that is going to make you take the next step and the next step and the next step to build momentum? It's funny how the universe is really interesting because it's got so many examples in different facets and yet, as human beings, what do we do? We want to complicate it. We want to make things a little bit much harder for ourselves. You know, the universe is like, look, if you do this, this is this is what's going to happen. But we're like, nah, is it really? Yeah, the universe is like, yeah, imbalance. Um, you know, I was reading, I was reading Infinity, the Infinity Game, I almost said Infinity War, and I was like, wait, I haven't. That there's no book for that. The Infinity Game by Simon Sinek. And he said, where there is imbalance, there is unrest. Um, and I mean, truly, truly, 
it's, it's, it's a real thing, you know, where there's imbalance, there's unrest. And where am I trying to go with this? If, if the world always seeks its own balance, which means even naturally with us internally, we need to seek our own balance. So now if we're not going to take the steps towards balance, guess what? Unrest happens, not rest, unrest. So you might consider sleeping as rest. Totally fine. That is totally cool. But have you ever had a depression nap where it really, really goes in? It's like, it's that procrastination nap. Like, you know, you need to do work and you're like, I'm going to nap and you nap and you nap so nicely. However, when you wake up, everything comes flooding in almost like 10 times. Why? Because there's still unrest. Why? Because it's still imbalance. Why? Because there's the necessary steps, the healthy steps that are needed to get you into a place of present awareness and present balance. I won't lie. It's difficult. It is bloody difficult. It's difficult. Okay, I took a little bit of an ad break there. You may not have noticed the transition, but that's cool. Letting you know because it's raw as possible. I was taking a wine break. Forgive me. It's difficult, but it's not impossible. It's not. And I'll share something with you. And maybe there's someone who's listening. For me, my raw casts are not about followers. It's not about subscribers. It's not about how many, how many people I can get to listen or how many times an episode is played. For me, I believe that if, if, if through my journey, someone can meet me somewhere that it resonates with them, they can take that one step they can take that one courageous step. They they can be inspired. Um, I always tell people I'm inspired to inspire. I didn't wake up an inspiration. No, I, I met amazing people and also met not so amazing people who came into my life, came out of my life. I took something, they took something. And essentially that got into a really nice like cooking pot and Bob's your uncle. Okay. Not really. I don't even understand who started with Bob's your uncle. We need to address that one day, but really it's what I'm saying is my life experiences have built me to where I am. However, there were things obviously that I needed to put in place if I wanted to start becoming more present and more aware. And I'm not saying that these are for you, but I'm saying that, if these resonate with you, any person, I hope it, I hope it helps you to be strong enough to make the one step that you need. I don't know where you're at in your life, but I'm going to share something that is so dear to me. And I'll share a story <laughs> because really the, the reason for the broadcast is storytelling. This is a gift that I've been given. The ability to be able to tell stories in such a manner that one is understandable to any form of audience, but also at the same time can be able to, to just inspire other people. 
just using my life. Because I mean, who else's life can I tell except for my own, right? I'm the best storyteller of my story. So in 2018, I met up with an amazing person. Um, I won't say names. And she was my life coach. Um, and she gave me a task. And she said, you know, this was a period of time where a lot of stuff was happening in my life. And she said, Mark, there's a lot of, like, I'm really tough on myself. Guys, like, you have no idea. I'm really tough on myself. Like, I push myself. I'm a workaholic. I push and push and push. And people ask, Mark, how do you do it? I run myself dry. And when I would fail back in the day, um, yo, it would hit me so bad. It would hit me extremely bad. If I make a mistake, it would hit me so bad. I would do the best cover up a mistake. And I mean, that got me into a space where you're being deceptive. You know, I, I, I was deceitful. I mean, I was lying to try and cover up the things that I felt were mistakes because I didn't believe that, you know, I, I should make mistakes, you know, otherwise I won't be successful, you know? And I mean, this is something that was drilled in at a young age, but I don't take away anything from what my parents were sharing because they had good intent. And my life coach just mentioned something to me. In 2018, we had a session and she was like, Mark, I want you to write down 30 things you love about yourself. Nothing physical. I was like, wait, what? 30, what? 30 things? Like 30, like three, zero, like calendar month 30? Or like 3.0, like I just need to be sure that you you said it. And you said nothing physical, like, you know, define physical. <laughs> um, it was hard because naturally we can say a lot of things that we don't like about ourselves. Why? Because we're always taught about things like failing, you know, is not an option. We're taught that you got to be the best. It's always competition with someone. So you can't afford to drop the ball. You can't afford to be caught slipping. That's what we're taught. Um, But when you're taught to love yourself, you're actually taking time to acknowledge and recognize yourself. Now, 30 things, I'll not lie. That's a lot. That is a lot. And if it's not physical, I have a beautiful smile. I only started liking this smile at the age of 22, by the way. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like a lot of stuff about myself. I didn't love myself. When she told me this, it took me two years to compile this list. Two years. Not two days, not four days, two years, because it's a process. But the first step was identifying the things that I know I do love about myself. And I mean, my biggest one is, 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 is really food. You know, I love food. I love cooking food. I love cooking good food. But on top of that, I love sharing food. You know, I love to cook and share food. I love to experience food with people. And actually it took me closer to understand that I really do love people. I love my care for people. Um, and I love sharing stories. I love speaking to people. I love engaging with people. I used to say that, oh my God, Human beings are the worst. And sometimes I still do catch myself because, you know, I sit back and just like, hey, I, mm -mm. human beings, y'all be problematic. Like, this is the reason why, you know, Mother Nature is trying to deal with us. But that's a different conversation. Um, but I love people. Why? Because we cannot exist without people. And 
thank God for the pandemic and highlighting how disconnected we were from each other. So, I mean, this episode is talking about taking that one step. And for me, it's about challenging people to take that one step in whatever direction um, they feel they need to. And if you need support, I think it's best you that's the step to take. Um, for me, it started with having to accept myself. It started with having to note 30 things. And I wrote 36 things after two years that I love about myself. And to even add more to that, I color-coded and I said that green are things, like I, I, I literally highlighted, I was like, you know, like my love, I'll, 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 let me just say like my top five. I'm going to say my top five. My first one is I, I love my passion for food. Second one is I love my sense of urgency. Three is I love my desire to learn. Four is I love my openness. Five is I love my ability to vocalize my boundaries. And, you know, the one on food and learning are green because these are things that I consistently do. I already do it. I'm always about learning. I'm always about food, trying, experimenting, you know, and, and, you know, number four and five, which is openness and my ability to vocalize boundaries. I said, sometimes do it, you know, and I want to make it to a consistently doing it. Why? Because, you know, you need to understand that if you can vocalize your boundaries, you can be able to communicate and share the things that affect you. Um, but you need to know you. You need to make the conscious steps of accepting you to be able to communicate even better those boundaries. And and I mean, my you know, my openness. What I might may deem as openness, I realize that I'm not always as open to certain things. You know, I can say it so often, but there are times where I'm blown away and I'm like, oh, shit. You know? Um, and it's also sometimes that I do it. And I mean... The I love my sense of urgency. That was number two. But I colored that pink saying I have to do it more often because there were times where I want to do something. I want to do it, but I'm being held back because of fear, doubt, and the like, you know, which takes me back to episode relax, let go, and let flow, the healing process. Um, and I mean there's the anxiety, you know, that comes with having to do certain things, especially the tough things, you know, the tough decisions that you have to make, um, which the more time you take to not make them, which in translation, the more time you hold on to something, the more likely you are to get, you know, yourself hurt even more, or it will be much harder to salvage what's left. Um, there's a lot of things. And I mean, look, if anybody wants to hear the things that I love about myself, um or is, is is willing to to bring that out i mean i can share my journey and really i'm gonna do this every time because i love to do this i love to bring the music in because i think there's a power in music there's a power in being able to hear certain things because right now we can touch each other and through my raw cast you can't see me um but I really do hope that you can get to feel the energy and the words. And for this, this song is a little bit more upbeat than usual. It's not like the meditation ones that I usually like to put up. But ironically, the name of the song is called Leaving by Ian Ewig. And you can find that on Chill Hop Radio. Um, kudos to them for allowing me to use their music. 
okay, the song has stopped. This becomes really awkward now. But it had an upbeat. And the great part about that song with its upbeat was really the step you take is a beat. And if you can increase that beat, your beats can get more and more and you can become more consistently in your flow. And as you get more consistent with your flow, hey man, things just begin to, they just go. They just, they just go. They flow, they go. Um, you know, like water. You must what? You must flow. So my give back really is you to be able to make that just that one step you need to recognize one the bullshit that's happening around you and see whether the bullshit happening around you resonates with the things that you love about yourself to take that one step and be courageous enough to say i love me i love me more than the bullshit happening around me. I love me more than the situation that I'm in because you need to be present. For you to say, I love Mark, or for me to be able to say it, I love Mark, I have to be present. Not I will love Mark or I loved Mark. No, I love Mark. And say it with me. I don't know who you are. I don't know where in the world you may be and what you might be hearing. But just say the words, I love me and then ask yourself why and start to build one step at a time and see the reasons why you love you don't make it a blur don't make your life a blur i've been in that space where my life was a blur because i didn't love myself you have an opportunity to take a step, to fall in love with yourself and really just hone in. I gotta cancel the music, it was really becoming disturbing. And really just hone into who you are. And that's not easy. It starts with healing, it starts with letting go. But I think ultimately it starts with loving you. There's nothing else. Choose yourself, say it every Tuesday is choose you, choose kindness, choose love, choose laughter, choose love. I don't know in what order I said those things right now. So if you ask me to repeat myself, I can't. But choose you. And then begin to unpack why you choose you. Why do you love you? And when we go deeper into that space of loving ourselves, there is such a huge release. There's the healing. There's the trust. I'm starting to sound like my life coach. Because this is exactly how she sounds. And I realize that it's coming from her. Even though I'm the one who's speaking it, she always says, Mark, you are light. Mark, you are love. And I want to say to each and every person listening today is that you are love, you are light, you are kindness. In whatever perimeter, whichever lives that you touch, you give them kindness, love, because it is who you are. Take a moment to love you, take a moment to choose you, and take a moment to take that one step towards becoming who you are, who you will be. 
trying to say a lot of deep crazy stuff and it's not coming out of my head anymore so this is definitely when it comes to an end but thank you for listening thank you for tuning in and i hope you get to take that one step and if you do i hope you get to share it with the world and i hope you can share it with me too cuz it'd be really nice to get that feedback that's the fulfillment like it's really amazing to hear someone say that this inspired them it's the reason why i do this it's no profit really it's fulfillment fulfillment is like getting that pizza that you really wanted so bad you wanted something that you were craving and you got it and you ate it oh there's nothing better than that there's nothing better than satisfying your cravings at that point so this is it the end of the rock has i really need to tag that i'm going to do that better next time guys i swear i promise <laughs> It's the end. I hope you're choosing you. I hope you're choosing love. And I hope you're choosing wine too for those who do enjoy it. I took a sip at that point because it was really nice. And I'm dirt tired, but I love the things that I do. I love the people I engage with. And I really do believe and hope that each and every person who listens to this gets to experience a love from themselves of themselves from english bundles are gone but the point is love learn to love yourself learn to trust yourself but just take that one step to recognize and acknowledge yourself so that's it for me that's it from mark mark the african mark the zambian inspired to inspire and all things inspirational I, I don't know how to best end this because I don't want to <laughs> but I hope you got what you needed at any point during this whole time that we were together and yeah you can catch me again you can catch me on multiple platforms so you can catch me on Spotify You can catch me on Apple, Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. But the best place to find me is on www.markshower, M A R K S H A W A .com and you can get to see more of who I am, why I am, what I vision, and you can get to listen to my stories too. So you can stop from episode 1 and get to know more of Mark even though you haven't seen me or those people who are new again you get to hear me. Thank you. Have a wonderful week ahead. Stay safe, stay sane. And I love you. <laughs>